So everyone's expecting a rate rise from the RBA today, and just about everyone is expecting it's going to be 25 basis points. But how far do they go beyond that? That's the question. What can we read in relation to that from bond yields falling quite sharply yesterday in Australia? Well, it is a question for central banks generally. OK, you'll lift rates again, but then what? And we heard overnight very different opinions from the ECB members again. And as to what the Fed does next, well, maybe Jerome Powell will tell us. He is in front of the Senate Banking Committee tonight. He'll be asked questions. He's not just reading from a script. So what will he say? It's Tuesday, the 7th of March, 2023. It's the morning call from NAB. Good morning. Well, the US dollar is down again, losing 0.2% on the DXY. But the Aussie is down against that falling US dollar, losing 0.6%, down to 67.3 US cents. The euro, meanwhile, up 0.4% this morning. US equities, well, they were bouncing ahead, but those gains have diminished towards close, where the Dow finished up just 0.1%. The S&P only just in the green. The Nasdaq actually closed 0.1% down. Still, tech stocks up almost 1.5%, so they're doing okay. And Europe was up, except for the UK, the FTSE 100 down a quarter percent, but the DAX up half percent at close. And bond yields up. German 10-year bonds are up three basis points, just two basis points added to 10-year treasuries, staying below 4%. Uh, But big falls in Aussie 10 years, down 13 basis points yesterday. We'll look at why that is today. Oil is rising, WTI up over 1%. Again, this is sort of towards the uh, the equities close. We saw oil shooting ahead. Uh, Brent up half percent, over 86 a barrel. But coal down again, almost 3% down. That's uh, more than 50% drop over the last year in coal that is presumably that uh, that dropped today why uh, or yesterday why whitehaven coal was down over two percent yesterday energy stocks not doing well in the u.s as well overnight uh, nab sky masters is with me today so ahead of the rba t- later today look we've got a weak aussie dollar uh, despite the fall in the u.s dollar uh, a way off 70 u.s cents now but nab is expecting it's going to get back up to 70 it's going to go over 75 later in the year maybe up to 80 so what is pulling it down now and what's going to change to see it get back up again? Morning, Phil. I, I think, uh, you know, I guess one thing impacting the, the Aussie dollar yesterday was the, the news over the weekend around um, China's sort of setting of its growth target, which was just 5%. Um, so I guess that was below the, the current consensus um, and not seen as, as, as a very sort of um, hard target target to meet. So... That's probably weighed on on the Aussie dollar and and also the the New Zealand dollar. Uh, But I also think there's a bit of uncertainty heading into the RBA today. Um, So I think that's probably also having an impact on on the Aussie dollar. And it's it's definitely also having an impact on um, on 10 year bond yields. So if we look at where the Aussie 10 year bond is trading versus the, the US equivalent, um, that spread is currently at minus 19 basis points. So it's it's the lowest level it's been um, this year. And in the last week or so, we've seen quite a bit of outperformance of, <clears throat> excuse me, of the Aussie 10-year bond rate versus versus US Treasuries. Um, and and it's it's to do with that mix of data that we've um, that we've seen, and and we've talked about this before, but between what's going on in the US and what's going on in Australia and the US data has has surprised to the upside for the most part this year, whereas the Aussie data has been mixed and, and some of it has surprised to the downside. Um, so that, that sort of uncertainty around, you know, will the Fed continue to, to tighten? 
um, and what's the RBA going to say today? Mm. Um, is do they still have a series of of rate hikes coming, or is a is a pause coming soon? Yeah, well, okay, you've just asked the question, so you can answer it. And, and before you do, I mean the. <laughs> Um, you know, if we look at uh, has, housing, the auction clearance rates over over the weekend and last week, so Sydney and Melbourne, over 70%. And, you know, Sydney house prices have come down 13% in the last year, but they're still 25% up since the start of the pandemic. So, uh, you know, the, the, the RBA could be looking and saying, well, you know, for all that we are doing, I mean, it's having an impact on, on housing, but it's not catastrophic. So... You know, we we can be bold if we have to be. I mean, that would be part of their thinking, wouldn't it? Yeah, I mean, with the housing market, it's interesting. We were talking about that yesterday as um, the the team. Um, You know, I think that there's still... um, in general, prices are still heading heading lower. House prices, um, the clearance rates look positive, but I'm not sure if part of that is there's not a lot of supply on the market um, as well. So maybe mm. it's that it's sending you a slightly mixed mixed signals there. But yeah, I, th- I think I think it's too soon to to say that um, you know that the housing market's turned and 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 um, you know house prices are heading heading higher. Um, and, you know, we are just starting to see the impact of um, higher rates feeding through into into the economic data. Well, OK, let me turn that way, the, the, the other way around then. Does that mean that they're going to be more cautious or, or what, what are we what can we expect from them today? Is it just 25 basis points and and then more or is there, you know, could they go harder? Oh, no, I mean, I think it's. I don't want to say it's a hundred percent chance of twenty-five. I'd never say that, but I'm pretty certain they're only going twenty-five today. Um, but I think what everyone is focused on is the forward guidance, um, and I, I mm. think that's across the globe at the moment. Um, and we can talk about it later yeah. on about ECB comments overnight. But it's all about it's all about the forward guidance, and so the focus on the RBA today is. Um, you know, they tweaked their commentary in the last meeting um, where they said further increases in interest rates are expected. Um, now, the question is, do they maintain that phrase or do they shift back to their previous phrase of to increase interest rates further? Now, that might be a bit nuanced for, for, for the listeners, but it is sort of suggestive. One is suggestive of the first one will be suggestive of consecutive rate hikes. The second one would say, maybe we're not going to do multiple hikes and maybe there's time for a pause. Right. Um, so the, now, way, bo- the economy- way bond yields are going at the moment, that, that would sort of imply that people are expecting more of that uh, that second alternative, wouldn't it? What we're seeing today? Definitely, yes. So the, I think the market, given the, the data that we've seen of late, um, I think yeah, the, that that's what the market's pricing. And I think that's why we're seeing... You know, the Aussie 10-year outperformed treasuries um, and why we're seeing the Aussie dollar a bit uh, under pressure. So the surprise mm. for the market today would be if they kept the former phrase. Um, I think you'd see a, quite a bit of repricing in, in Aussie rates and, and the Aussie dollar. Oh, okay, now, look, we've not got much data overnight, or we didn't have, did we? That was uh, I mean, what we did see, I mean, it was generally softer. So US factory orders... Down 1.6% month on month, but take out transport. I mean, take out the Boeing orders, basically, and they're up 1.2%, which I think was close to expectations. So nothing too exciting about that. Uh, But let's look at Europe. You mentioned it. So euro area retail sales yesterday uh, for January down 2.3% on an annual basis, a bit more than expected. But for the month, up 0.3% on January 
which was less than the expected 0.6% increase. Uh, but also, just to make things a bit more confusing, the December number, which was a 2.7% fall, has been revised, so it's just a 1.7% fall. So, swings and roundabouts. I don't know if after all of that, is that good or bad? It's just uh, it's just showing that, you know, that generally, though, look over the year. I mean, retail sales for Europe have not been good, have they? No. So, I mean, I... I it- as you say, it's a bit of a mixed bag. Um, you know, it, it, the, the monthly print was positive, but it actually came in um, slightly below expectations uh, of, of 0.6. Mm. So, um, you know, a, a positive month, but but not as strong as, as expected. Well, driven uh, by food, drink and tobacco. So to me, that says when the going gets tough, they light up yeah. and a bottle of vino. That's, what they, that's, how they get, that's how Europeans are getting through it, but they get, might have more to They're, cope with. Because very healthy, very healthy diet there. <laughs> You've been to Paris, you know how they smoke. But I, I mean, you know, they might have to smoke more uh, if they listen to Philip Lane because, uh, I mean, mixed opinions still coming out of the ECB. So on the one side, we have Philip Lane who was speaking in Dublin on, on Monday saying that they might have to lift rates beyond March, depending, of course, on the on the data. We had Christine Lagarde talking about a possible 15 basis point hike over the, over the weekend. And I think that's sort of had an, an impact on the euro yesterday and overnight. But we also had uh, Mario Centino from the Portuguese Central Bank saying that they needed to look at the data before taking, to, to, you know, doing the next rate hike. And he seemed to be suggesting that they might have raised rates too quickly and they need to give time to see what, you know, 300 basis points, they need to see what impact that has had. So the ECB is as divided as ever, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I think that um, it's interesting. You, you mentioned those two central bankers, but you didn't mention the one who actually moved the market overnight, which was um, Holzman, the Austrian central bank. <laughs> Um, so he was like he's a known hawk, um, but he was out there saying he expected four more um, half point rate hikes. So that would take the mm. um, depot rate to four and a half by the middle of the year. Um, so he was coming out um, very hawkish. That's sort of what sent bond yields higher overnight. And you actually saw the two-year bond yield close up 10 basis points overnight yeah. um, in reaction to his comments. But, you know, on the other hand, you did have those, you know, the um, Portuguese central bank, as you said, um, sort of being a bit more cautious. And Lane was as well. Like he, he did point to, yes, they're going to hike next week. And I think that's sort of set in stone, um, the, the, the 50 basis point move next week. Um, but he did caution that the ECB shouldn't be on autopilot. Um, so you are getting mixed mixed messages coming out of out of the central bankers of, from, from the ECB overnight. Um, but again, this is all around, you know, the markets are just waiting for for keynote speeches or um, actual meetings where they can get some further guidance um, from, from you know, statements. Um, and on that front, remember, we've got Powell speaking tonight as well. So that yes. will be interesting for markets. It will indeed, yeah. I mean, it's there's so much uncertainty, isn't it? I guess it's because we don't know. I mean, nobody – I mean, the, the big fear, I guess, is inflation comes bouncing back. And so that's why this, this – trepidation until we start to see consistently inflation falling i think people have been a bit shocked haven't they to see it you know in some places coming back when it wasn't expected to yeah i think it's the the sort of resilience that you've seen in in data to start the year um and Mm. that wasn't expected so it's it's you know that's what's causing the repricing in in bond yields sort of um higher terminal rates pricing pushing out timing of rate cuts 
Um, so it's it's the uncertainty, uh, and yeah, I mean, it, 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 central bankers are very much data dependent. I've you know we've said it before. This year is it's yeah. it, they're not on autopilot, um, as you know Lane did note overnight. I, yeah. I don't think they are on autopilot. They're, they're, they're sort of watching the data and they'll react to to the incoming data. And the data isn't consistent or clear just yet, is it? I guess that's the no, issue. So, and that's making it very hard for financial markets and that's what's creating you know a bit of that, that volatility. volatility. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. So other than the RBA, we get Australia's trade balance for January today. German factory orders tonight. China's uh, trade, international trade, exports and imports for February. Uh, and as you said, and, and Anthony Albanese talking at the AFR summit today as well, talking about Australia's energy future, I think. And Jerome Powell in front of the uh, the Senate uh, banking panel today. Uh, if th- that's very early tomorrow morning. If you don't want to get up very early in t- tomorrow morning, we'll get up early for you and we'll talk about it on the podcast tomorrow morning. But it's uh, been great to have you on Sky. We'll catch you again next time. Thanks, Phil. And that's Tuesday on The Morning Call. For NAB, I'm Phil Dobby. Back again tomorrow morning. I'll see you then.